Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Wednesday, everyone. It's good to be with you again. We are talking about living in the power of the Spirit. And we have seen that God has created us to be a power instrument. And the power that drives us is the power of His Holy Spirit. We have seen that we need to be spiritually plugged in. We have also seen that we need to be mentally rewired. Our minds need to conduct the power of the Holy Spirit through proper attitudes. And then we have seen that it reaches the motor of our emotions. Our emotions motor our actions. And so we need to be sure that our emotions are energized by the Holy Spirit and not by something else. Now yesterday we gave quite a list of emotions from acceptance, affection, angst, calmness, embarrassment, gratitude, hate, love, lust, pride, rejection, shame, shyness. That's just a few of the emotions that we mentioned yesterday. And each one of these emotions causes a reaction within us and will drive what we do. Our attitudes, our logic can affect our emotions, but once those emotions are set, they are the drive of our life. We act out of how we feel. Now, you can go against that for a while, like throwing a ball up into the air, but eventually gravity is going to pull that ball back down, and eventually your actions will come back down and be in line with your emotions. So it's very important that our emotions are turned on in the right way. Now, I had not thought about emotions very much until I began to share on this topic. And in my research, I came across Abraham Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. And I had heard about this before, and many of you may have as well. But this really fits in with this whole aspect of our emotions driving our life. Maslow said that man basically has five drives, and they are ascending. In other words, the first drive has to be met, and once that drive is met, the second one kicks in, and then the third and the fourth, up until the fifth level, which is the highest level. And he presented all of this in a paper in 1943, and the paper was entitled, A Theory of Human Motivation. If you look up in the dictionary what motivation means, it's an inner drive, an impulse, that which causes a person to do something or act in a certain way. And so this is very much in line with what we're saying, that our actions come out of the motor of our emotions. And if you look up what motor means in the dictionary, it's anything that produces or imparts motion. And so as we see the drives that Maslow has identified, we can get a handle on the motors of our emotions. Now the very first drive that Maslow talked about was the physiological drives. In other words, the biological needs that we have. The need to breathe, to eat, to have water, to sleep. These are the basic fundamental drives, and they take priority over everything else. 
In other words, if you hold your breath for a minute or two, there is nothing else going through your mind at that moment than that you need another breath. I mean, you're not thinking about work at that time. You're not thinking about sports. You're not thinking about your kids. In fact, you're not thinking about the closest person to you. All you're thinking of is, I need air. I need to breathe. So these are the basic fundamental drives within us, the physiological drives. The next level of drives is what he calls the safety security drives. Once you have air and water and food, then the next drive kicks in. And this is a drive for safety. I mean, if you're out in the jungle and you hear a lion roar, then that takes priority over everything else. Safety is your main concern. <laughs> when I'm talking about this, I remember my own daughter when she was little. She had this certain prayer that she would pray. And she would pray it all the time. She would pray it at meals. She'd say, Lord, bless this food to our bodies, and please don't let any lion eat my head off. <laughs> and she was very sincere. I don't know where she got it from. I would try to reassure her and say, you know, there's no lions. But she somehow got in her mind that some lion was going to hurt her. And so at bedtime, she'd say, God bless mommy, bless daddy, and please don't let any lion eat my head off. I told her one time, I said, well, you know, God's answering your prayer because no lion has ever eaten your head off. But this is a drive within us, a drive for safety. And so we long for this physical security, safety from violence, safety from someone hurting us. But it also goes on from that and extends to other areas. We want safety and security in employment. We want security of revenues and resources. We long for security of health. So this is the next level of needs that drive us in our lives. Now, once those are satisfied, then the third area comes into effect. And the third area is the drive to love and belong. God has placed within us an emotional need to be accepted. We want to be recognized. We want to be part of the family. We want to feel valued. It's the drive for companionship, for friendship, for marriage. It's a motor within us that God has given. And if this drive is not satisfied, it leads us in a desperate, frantic pursuit of it that can be damaging to us. Some people marry the wrong person. We all have heard or know of people that have married on the rebound. They've been rejected by one person. And as a result, many times they make a very foolish and unwise decision to be involved with someone else that in the long run ends up damaging them. You see how these drives work? What God wants is that every one of these drives be satisfied by His Spirit. You see, He gives us the breath that we breathe. He's told us to pray, give us this day our daily bread. He is the one that protects us. Our security and safety is in the Lord. And our sense of belonging needs to be satisfied from the Lord. So you can see how what we're talking about here is so important. That the power of the Lord that comes into our life through our spirit and flows through the attitudes of our mind need to reach down and satisfy the hunger and drives of our emotions. The next level of drive within us is to have esteem, self-esteem, to feel confident, to have achievement, 
and the respect of others. We want to feel recognized. We want to see that our work is valued and appreciated. The way that Maslow put it was people need to engage themselves in order to gain recognition and have an activity or activities that give the person a sense of contribution and self-value. People with low esteem need respect from others. They may seek fame or glory, which again are dependent on others. However, confidence, competence, and achievement only need one person, and everyone else is inconsequential to one's own success. You see what this is telling us? Maslow is telling us that we have this drive for self-esteem, but when it depends on others, then it's sort of sketchy whether we receive it or not but that we need to have an inward sense of self-esteem. God wants this to be fulfilled in us by His approval. He wants us to strive for His well-done, good and faithful servant. You see, if this need for self-esteem is not met, well, then you'll tend to put yourself up. You'll brag. You'll be offended if someone doesn't thank you for what you've done. And we might look at people and say, now, why, why are they acting that way? It's because this emotional drive within them is not fulfilled. You see how important it is that the power of the Spirit reaches these emotional drives? All of them can be satisfied by the Spirit of God. Now that leads us to the final level, and that's the level that Maslow called self-actualization. Now that's a word that may not mean too much to you, but let me put it this way. It means that you actually become what you were designed to be. It's when you reach your full potential. Maslow said it was the need of humans to make the most of their unique abilities and to strive to be the best that they could be. Now, this is a drive. This is a God-given drive. And it only kicks in when the other drives are satisfied. Once you have your physical needs met, and the needs for safety, and you feel loved and accepted, and when you have self-esteem, this drive comes to the forefront, and it urges us to be all that God wants us to be. Isn't that fantastic? That God has placed within our emotions this motor to be everything that He wants us to be. But these other needs, these other emotions, need to be met first and they are meant to be fulfilled by the power of God. Maslow went on to describe this kind of person, and he said they embrace the facts and the realities of the world, including themselves, rather than denying or avoiding them. In other words, they're living in the real world. They can face the facts. They see the good, bad, the ugly about everything, but it doesn't shake them. He goes on to say they are spontaneous in their ideas and actions. They are creative. They are interested in solving problems. This often includes the problems of others. Solving these problems is often a key focus in their lives. Isn't that what Jesus wants for us? To be focused on others? To care about other people? And he's put this desire in us to do so. Maslow also goes on to say they feel a closeness to other people and generally appreciate life. They have a system of morality that is fully internalized and independent of external authority. 
Now, this is important. In other words, these people are what they are and live the way they live because of what they have within them. They don't act a certain way just because someone else is watching. They have internalized moral convictions. They've come to the point where they say, others may, but I cannot. They don't justify their actions by others or excuse themselves because of the actions of others. He goes on to say, they judge others without prejudice in a way that can be termed objective. In short, self-actualization is reaching your fullest potential. Now that is the motor within us that needs to be released by the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, I see that our time is gone, but we'll go on tomorrow and talk about the triggers that turn these motors on. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.